Blues, Country and Western, Electronica, Soul, Disco, Rhythm and Blues, Punk and Post-Punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. To hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Oh. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son. Wonderful local business 
has to offer. Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy, and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., but you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, you got it. I got it. Look at that tragedy. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. <laughs> you're listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val here on Mutiny Radio. FM. Happy Friday, folks. It is October 21st. In a few minutes, I'm going to be welcoming in my guest, Tuzela Tangui, from the Voodoo Cabaret. But uh, in the meantime, here's a little music from the Big Island uh, from our sister Sea Star, who I rep so hard because I love her uh, and her spirit. And all of us can uh, definitely benefit from what she has to share.
welcome, welcome to Women's Magazine. Happy Friday, everybody. This is Global Val and coming at you from mutinyradio.fm here in San Francisco, 21st and Florida streets in the Mission District, my hometown here. Uh, it's a beautiful day in October and a, kind of a far cry from last week where it was just kind of rain, rain, rain. But you know what? That's where it goes. So changeable as uh, the weather is. Um, such is life. Um, I'm really happy to be here today. I'm really happy to welcome my guest, uh, Gisela Tangui uh, from the Voodoo Cabaret. Welcome, Gisela. Thanks for having me, Valerie. I'm so happy you put me on today. Absolutely. Well, it was really cool when you came through uh, a few weeks back on the Common Thread Collective and we got to play some of your music, but we didn't really get a whole lot of chance to talk to you um, about your music, your projects. Um, so we tell us about the, the Voodoo Cabaret. Well, the Voodoo Cabaret is a project uh, that's really dear to my heart. I, it's, it's a project that is inspired by the spirits of uh, Santaria and Voodoo. So each of the songs is uh, based on a different spirit. So I have like Yemaya, which is one of my first songs, and she is a goddess of the sea. And Yemaya is a very special deity, well, I would say spirit, because uh, in Voodoo and Santeria, like many uh, other religions, there is one supreme being, like believe in God. Actually, the word Voodoo in Fong, that which is a language from West Africa, means God. So you could think as the Voodoo spirits as angels, if you want to put it more of the Christian analogy in it. So they're like kind of like angels like they support you and help you achieve your spiritual, um, uh, what can I say, spiritual process. So what's great about Voodoo and Santeria is that there is no conversion. It just happens that you just happen to be connected to the spirits and then suddenly you meet the right people or the right, the right, you just go the right doorway, the right path. And so that leads to um, Elegua, which has many names, Legba, Papa Legba. And, the, and what I like about Voodoo and Santeria is that both the, the, the spirits are both male and female. So there is no, there's no this patriarchal kind of situation. It's a balance, mm. which I think, which is when you go back to more the indigenous religions, there was always that balance. There was always the goddess yeah. or the female energy and also the male energy. I mean, it's obvious, like, like yin-yang, one of the oldest civilizations has that. So we've gone away from that. So I also liked about this project that it has a lot of songs about female spirits and female energy, which is just as uh, equally as powerful and as inspiring. And from what I understand, um, well, this is this is your own project. So you write the songs, you um, bring musicians in to to play with you. But a lot, most of those musicians actually are women. I mean, it's a mix, but uh, you've got a lot of women on on this project, right? Yes, I um, this project itself. It was really interesting. Has connected. I like uh, had a lot of female energy. Um, the actual album was recorded at the Women's Audio Mission, which is a really great place for women to learn about engineering and the, and the business of more women. They need, there's a need for more women in that field. So they supply a, a place where you can learn and, and grow as a female artist, also engineer, which was great. And then, then the engineer there was Maya, and she's, uh, she's a local uh, musician as well. And and then I had um, then I had 
uh, my drummer in this uh, particular project was a woman as well that played the congas. So uh, it's interesting because drums like, really has been uh, dominated by a lot of men, but there are a lot of women, really great women that I've met through my uh, journeys in this project. And it's interesting because they say that the drum really was created by the women in the village because when they were uh, doing um like let's say the corn and mashing it up they would play rhythms yeah and that rhythms started to be the drums and then and in africa the drums when you work you're accompanied by drums to help you uh, so everybody plays drums and they help play for each other and that that rhythm helps you work more efficient and more f and faster it's just like that's a kind of a that's why i like it i like that about what I've learned, you know, myself of African traditions. How cool. Yeah, no, I, I it's kind of like, I mean, we see it these days where, you know, people are, you know, those auditory, more auditory people who, you know, want to have some music going on while they're doing stuff. I know it helps me when I'm like doing stuff around the house. If I throw on some music, it makes everything go a little faster and you're, you know, kind of can kind of relax in, into whatever task you're you're doing um let's play one of the songs from from uh tell us a little bit about well this album that we're going to be playing some songs from is on uh the voodoo cabaret.bandcamp.com um when did this uh when did this compilation come out well i it's, it came out about a couple years ago and i um I recorded all the songs here in san francisco with my at uh, that time my current band and then I went to New York because I wanted to play the New York market and just see how my music would would be with New York audiences. So, but I also produced it in New York um, with a really great producer and I, uh, Roger, and it was a really great experience for me. And uh, from that project, I started uh, taking it out there, bringing it out there, and it's gotten a really good response because it's a. Uh, the music is multi-genre in the sense that it combines um, Afro-Cuban rhythms with rock and funk, and um, and also uh, with the, all the melodies and the songs have a spiritual message to them, which was uh, the crust of the project is to say positive messages. So a lot of voodoo has a lot of a bad negative connotations because. It's a it's a political thing more because of uh, just to just I'm not gonna go into the whole history, but basically Haiti is while it's one of the poorest countries in the world, it was also one of the first countries to liberate themselves from colonial rule, and uh, the what what really got everybody together was the spiritual part of it as well, the voodoo, and there's a story about a ritual. But besides that, because of that and you know, with slavery, who they don't want uh, the colonial people, people that you know, oppressing other people, don't want this to let out. So they, so one is a propaganda smear. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, and kind of the uh, demonization of uh, an oppressed class. Exactly. And, and their beliefs. Yes, and there are no demons in voodoo, actually. So, which is. Which is an interesting point uh, if you're out there thinking like, oh, but I thought it was all scary. I think you uh, are a victim of propaganda. So let's um, let's play. How about the Welcome to the Voodoo welcome Cabaret? Welcome to the Voodoo Cabaret. All right. Welcome to the Voodoo Cabaret. Here we are. You're listening to Women's Magazine.
right. You have now been welcomed to the Voodoo Cabaret, and we're talking with our, our guest today, Gisela Tangui, um, who this is this is your uh, this is your project. This is your um, this is your you're kind of like you know like Dave Grohl from the the Foo Fighters. You yes. know he did the whole first album just by himself. You know wrote all the songs, and then it, then he got the band together. But so you, you you've similarly we've written these songs kind of well. The way it works, uh, somebody said I work like David Bowie, which ah. I thought was a great compliment. I was like, okay. Well, basically what I do, and and I think it's, and a lot of musicians work this way, uh, I write the melodies, all the melodies, and I pick all the rhythms, and I pick the whole vibe of everything, and I ex- explain it to the band, and I sing the melodies, and then they play on top of it. And... Uh, what I do is I get really great musicians and I put them together and then it just magically happens and it happens like all the time and this album actually was really magical like uh, I we did it in a in like a day and a half in the studio wow and and you said it was recorded right here in San Francisco the right wo- here in San Francisco at the women audios uh, mission and uh, it's a great organization and then it was engineered by Maya F- uh, Finley Finlay and she uh, she has a great band. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed I, that I forgot her name or band, but she has a great band here too. That's okay. Things come up and roll through our minds. This is a conversation format, so it might roll back. You never know. Um, <laughs> it certainly uh, have that happen quite a bit. Um, so that was the that was the kind of the title track there. That welcome to the Voodoo Cabaret. But you also do um, and you have a website to the voodoo cabaret.com which mm-hmm. which kind of shows some of some of your live shows tell us about the live shows because um the the costumes the i mean even just from the little like background video on your website you kind of get you, you definitely pick up the vibe of what's going on up there oh yeah the live show is where it's at um a lot of people when they go to my shows they somebody always says Oh my God! I felt the energy of this of the goddess here. I felt I felt such good energy. As, as a matter of fact, whenever I do my shows, people their reaction is so amazing because they feel so relaxed and and so um, elated, and they have a good time and they're dancing because I purposely created this music so you can feel uplifted. That was my point of picking like picking all the different rhythms and uh, that was the crust of it the rhythm and the different melodies and i do some of the yoruba chants on on uh, on oya which i do a chant i don't do too many of the chants because the chants you know they're they're part of the religion and they're and they're sacred and there's a lot of people that do them and I want it to be represented correctly with the right rhythm but I do do a little bit of the chant kind of to uh, connect connect just a little bit to the actual Yoruba language which is a lot of the chants are sang through and tell us about how you kind of came into this is this is the the voodoo something that you came to you know on your own or is it something that you grew up with well a lot of times uh it's it's in the family like the aunt or the mother they're um been um you know they've been through the rituals of the religion 
and that's usually how people come in contact with that but in my family um no that is that's like the complete opposite <laughs> so but i was growing up in washington heights in new york i always saw the santeros and they were all white the whole time and i was always interested i always had an interesting uh connection to them and then uh, when I was like my first year of college, I, I was, I, I played the violin. I went to the high school music and art in New York and I played the violin. And one of the neighbors asked my mom if I wanted to do a party and he was going to pay me $50 to play the violin. And he gave me this very simple, kind of simple song. I was like, what is going on here? I, I, I had this feeling that it was more than just me playing at, at an ordinary party. So I took my sister with me. I said, you got to come with me with this. And we went to this party. And as soon as I walked in, they had, it was, uh, it was a party for Ogun, for one of the Orishas. And I was the, the music, the entertaining, <laughs> the entertainment, because the violin represents Oshun. So that's why they had me there play the violin, because Ogun and Oshun are together. And so when I walked in, there were like crystal balls and beads. And then there was a whole, it was a garage, and the whole wall was just yellow flowers the whole wall wow. rep representing Oshun, and there were seven, uh, like, um, I'm going to say urns, like, s representing each Orisha. Uh -huh. And so then I played the violin, and and I this is the first time I ever, the guy really, he went into speaking in tongues, because he was the son of Ogun, and they did a ceremony, and I witnessed this, and this was my first introduction, and then I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and then many years <laughs> later, I, I kind of left it as wow, an experience, and then many years later, as I uh, came to San Francisco, I hooked up with a uh, performance artist, Winston Tong, and, he, and I played the, uh, the Black Madonna, and that's how I started connecting back to the spirituality. And from there, I wrote, I put together a song, wrote a song called Yemaya. And I was um, invited to perform at the side of a road in Marin, Yemaya, for this uh, crazy project called Anti Popcorn Theater. It's just like, I'm dating myself, but this is like a. One of those San Francisco projects where they put people on a bus, they didn't know where they're gonna go, and then I would be on a rock or I would be on a side of the road and I'll sing my song. And every so I did a series of these shows. So every show that I did, somebody would mention a spirit name, and that's how I knew that I had to write a new song. Interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. Well, we've got this song Yemaya on, yes. on the album. Let's play it. Thank you. I love this song. It's my favorite. You know what? That's cool because I, as I was producing this show, Women's Magazine, last week, I played a couple of your songs because I knew you were coming this week. Um, and this is one of the ones that I played. Um, Excellent. And you said that Yamaya is a kind of that sea. Goddess of the goddess sea. Goddess of the sea. All right. Here we go.
That was the track Yemaya from the Voodoo Cabaret. We're talking with uh, Gisela Tangui from the Voodoo Cabaret here on Women's Magazine today. And I can definitely see from uh, these these songs how people would want to get up and dance. That's, uh, that's really the point. That's what I, uh, I, I like doing that. I, I like the dancing is important because I like to dance on stage a lot. So I dance as well. And uh, dancing and really uh, is up, uplifts your spirit. It's a lot of cultures. I'm not say like European, but non-European cultures. There's a lot of dancing and drumming and playing music, and and people coming together as a community. Which I think the communal part of what indigenous people had is what we need to kind of bring back in our 21st century world, which is really important, I think. That's a really good point because we do, as you know, modern beings tend to. Uh, it, it, there's a sense of iso- individual isolation a lot of the time, especially with a lot of the technology and people just you know kind of like plugged in but tuned out at the same time. Um, yeah, it's a it's a weird balance now. So I think more people can contact more with each other and learn more about each other. There'll be less strife. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it's important. It's like a goddess message, you know. I get. A, I'm very connected to the Madonna a lot. Uh, not not the singer. Yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify, the uh, the actual Madonna. Uh, I know she's like a Catholic kind of uh, being, but the what's interesting about Voodoo is that uh, in Santeria is that the, it was a syncretic religion. It's actually syncretic because it incorporates the, Christ, the Christian Catholic saints with the, with the Voodoo and um, Santeria saints. So when they celebrated a lot of times with the, so the master was, oh yeah, they're celebrating, let's say like Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Oh, so great. But they're really celebrating Shango. Like that was, it was a way to still keep the tradition alive and the African tradition alive through the mask of the Christian saints. That's, that's really fascinating. Um, the subversive nature of it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, um, the, the protecting of the community, the community right? and also the, the traditions, because you got people that were taken away from their families and their roots. So that's a way to still keep connected because a lot of these religions, they also are like ancestors. So there's like a, 
there's and i'm sorry if i get this wrong but there's apollo which has to do with the the dead and your ancestors and that's a big part of a lot of indigenous religions including africans um you you can go american indian you can go with uh, the japanese shinto right there's it's like these are kind of more indigenous or there's a connection to the earth to our ancestors who we who we were before and how that's going to propel us to be better in the future and so that's that that whole connection with voodoo and santeria and the spirits and your ancestors all that revolves creates i think a more whole person and going back to the madonna um i got connected to the madonnas playing the black madonna but a lot of people don't realize that in italy and in france the highest madonna is the black madonna and there are seven mountains in italy that you can go as a woman and go on this pilgrimage Mm. where you go to each mountain to each madonna and each madonna represents a different uh like uh moral or just a, a spiritual idea and and so the black madonna really goes back to more to its african roots so because of the Madonna, I feel connected very much to the goddess. And I've, and I've experienced a lot of things with Mary and the Madonna, so I feel really connected, and I, and I feel very fortunate that I have that connection. Yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting. I, well, actually, off-air, we were talking about finding things on the street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, uh, several years ago, I found a book on the street called When God Was a Woman, and it's a, I mean, it's a academic, you know, researched um, book. I forget the, of course, I forget the author's name right now. Um, it's an interesting name, like like Merlin Stone or something like that. Um, but it's this whole archaeological um, study of the of the goddess religion and 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 the goddess worship and the and the female uh, role in society. And I mean, going back you know, five, 10, 25,000 years. Eons, eons. Yeah. And just this evolution of, of what the goddess kind of, um, ha- the forms that she, that she took. The feminine divine. Yeah. Which, which often was that, con- that there was the, the woman and then the young male child. And so Mary, um, you know, kind of comes out of that tradition as well of, you know, this, this deity or this, you know, saint or, um, you know, spiritual being, um, and, and the son, right. So the Mary and Jesus kind of story fit kind of plugs into a much, much older story. Exactly. Cause it seems like the story taken from a patriarchal patriarch point of view has omitted a lot of the, the, uh, the power and the passion that Mary brings, and Mary is also is also uh, Tara, and is also Kuan Yin. See, these are all feminine divine uh, symbols that is important not only as a society to bring balance, but also for young women and young and young girls, and then also older women to to feel that we as the feminine divine are like i feel like excluded like even the way people say oh god is oh he all the time yeah is or like hey guys and there's like five women you know those kind of little semantic things in language has to be kind of addressed and changed and i think a lot of it would be if people start accepting or not accepting or supporting the idea that there is a a, a 
a divine feminine that exists along with a male uh, div divinity as well, both creating balance. Like examples in our the way our we are as a bodies. I mean, we have two, practically two of everything in in one way, and we're balanced. We have two halves. Yeah, absolutely. And and the and the male and female share <coughs> share certain features, just that sh you know, come in in different expressions. And they work together to create action that is good for everyone. Because the thing about the Madonna and Mary is that there's still a lot of it about the children and the protection of our children, because our children are our future and the world ar around them we should protect because that's their future too. So that's like, I think, a very nice uh, I message from the Madonna. So the Voodoo Cabaret has a show coming up. Yes, I have a show I'm doing last Fridays at the Rosen bound sellers and that's at london square in oakland and it's really easy to get there you can actually take the ferry and then you're right there oh, that's fun that's a really fun way to go and then you can also take the bard i believe to like 12th street oakland oakland city center and then you just walk a little bit and you're right there it's in the yoshi's area but it's a really great place and they have really good wine and um the, it's a great, great view of the bay with all the boats there on the dock. And, uh, nice. The, the Oakland Riviera. The Oakland Riviera. We like Riviera. to refer to it as sometimes. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm playing at the Oakland Riviera, everybody, on October 28th, last Friday, from 5.30, 8.30 p.m. I'm going to have a new band. Uh, everything, if everything goes as planned, we'll have a keyboardist. Billy White, bass player, Caroline Chong, and Ricky Aguilera on Kunga, and myself. Is Caroline a stand-up bass player? Yes. I think I know her. She plays at the word party sometimes. Yes, she plays. I, yes. Be, I believe. Yes. I, I'm, I'm maybe I don't making know, an assumption here. I don't know, but she probably does, because she does play with a lot of different uh, bands in the, in the city, and I've always liked to have that female energy in my band in some way or another. I, I mean, not to say it's just, it's just the way it seems, like a lot of bands, a lot of male kind of male energy and i want to bring that feminine energy sometimes i have belly dancers but not this time that's really cool yeah and and it's kind of a costume affair do you like uh decorate the stage as well or i, I try i sometimes i put up like a little altar kind of uh it depends but i always like uh i always have i have these bells that are really old that i use and the show is kind of a ritual a little, a little bit but at the same time it's meant to be really fun and to let yourself go, like like the, my first song, the Voodoo Cabaret is where the spirits come to play. So it's like a play. It's a pl I would say it's a fun party. The music is fun. And in this party, I'm going to mix it up with some jazz standards. I'm kind of doing the Halloween theme. So I, I'm hoping to accomplish a sing-along Halloween part because I have some Halloween songs that I think might be fun. And I could... Cool. I mean, I want to. I want to try to pull this off. So <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. You can totally do it. Um, you know, and it's and it's good. It's still kind of that that same um, endeavor you're talking about earlier about bringing people together, bringing in the aspect of participation, not just you know looking and watching, and but actually getting up and and feeling feeling the music. 
Yeah, that's important. I like that. And I, I, I like performing, but the reason I like performing is that when you're on the stage, it's like your heart opens up and then you ca you feel connected to like all the people there and then you feel that energy coming to you and then it wops out and it's like this amazing balance and even though it's one it's really scary <laughs> it's still like once once i get there i feel the connection to spirit and and god especially just coming right through me and um, letting go and just really giving like i open emanate uh, as I perform and it and it and it's just so healing and it's healing for myself as well and sometimes people feel they feel the that healing energy too and I think it's just uh, the magic of music and drums and voice and and just going with good intention that's what that's good intention word that's what we're all about here on women's magazine um let's play another track from the voodoo cabaret which one shall we jump into here um, um i could we should do uh tambala wedo okay that's good it's like a really great spirit that's sex and death you know i i was <laughs> <laughs> hey it comes together sometimes right don't they call it like le petit mort or something is yeah. an orgasm yeah right? like a little death, little um, death. <laughs> I, I was just I'm, I'm i'm reading a the season of the witch the, the book about san francisco you know in like the tumultuous 60s and 70s and um janice joplin um was described as you know she'd come in to like sing with big brother the holding company like chet helms inv invited her in he was he kind of built that band um and then uh you know she came in and everyone's like well you know what's she gonna do and then when she started singing they said um it was like it was like her voice was was both uh, sex and death wow <laughs> okay so this is for janice <laughs> yeah you, there you go here we go dambala wedo from the voodoo cabaret It's getting ready, it's getting ready to 
You are listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val here on Mutiny Radio.fm here in San Francisco. I'm talking with Gisela Tangui. We just heard another track from the Voodoo Cabaret that was Dambala Wedo, which is a fun, uh, a really cool track. I love that track. That's one of my favorite ones. And it's a good audience sing along. Yeah. And you, and part of the song, it's like you're kind of educating, right? So you're like, yeah, the, about the Kundalini and, and yeah. the rainbow. Yeah, I mean, I I come I combine, uh, I, you know, the 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 foundation is the spirituality of voodoo and uh, santeria, but I do combine other ideas that are spiritual as well because I think it all kind of goes together. Yes, and certainly um, we are in an era of, of where we kind of can like mix and grab from various. Um, you know, kind of traditions. Traditions, yeah. yeah, it's a good word for it. Better, better than the words I was trying to choose from in my my mind. Um, so again, let's remind people where you're going to be playing on Friday, October 28th, um, from 5:30 to 8:30. It's the Rosenbloom Cellars at Jack London Square, right? And the address is 10 Clay Street. Um, it's going to be. I, that's. I'm. I'm going to be here at Mutiny Radio, but. If you're out there listening, you should go to the Rosenblum Cellars on Friday, October 28th, and um, and experience the Voodoo Cabaret. That's, that's certainly you will have a great experience. Everything's a, uh, always a different vibe, incarnation. The shows are different, and um, and I really enjoy doing them. So I, I feel like a public service, you know. Uh, I. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do is put on one of these shows. So I'm open to house parties, too. Uh, you know, if you have a, a space, you can always do different house parties and bring, like, a nice crew of people. It doesn't have to be – it could be big, it could be small, and I, can, and I mix it up with different covers. So it can make it really fun and make it more tailored to what you would like because I always have worked with really great musicians, and um, I'm uh, – you know really would love that awesome and so if people want to get in contact with you what's the best way well you can always email me at gtangui at gmail.com and that's g-t-a-n-g-u-i at gmail.com you can find find me on facebook um i have well there's the voodoo cabaret side is um facebook and it's music music with the number four orishas or type in the Voodoo Cabaret in the search, and I should come up. And also uh, myself, Gisela Tangui, on Facebook. You can reach me like that. 
yeah i would love it if uh at clubs or house parties uh weddings um funerals i guess yeah <laughs> both part of life birthdays of course uh special hol- oh, halloween's coming up too it's kind of short notice but you never know and uh and i and i would love that and i would love that and it would really support local musicians and um and music which is a great thing to do Perfect. I agree. I agree. And I'm so happy you came in. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It was a pleasure. Um, I, I feel like I learned some things and I hope that everyone out there who's listening did as well and that you'll go out and check out a voodoo cabaret show or book one of your own. Cause it sounds like a good time. Um, and if you want to listen online, you could see the voodoo cabaret.bandcamp.com. And so, yeah, I want to thank you. And let's, let's pick a one track so we can go out with, which one should we, which one should we do? Um, I think it's Friday, so we should do a shoon. Okay. I don't see that. I don't see that. Thank you so much, Valerie. I don't see that one. I see. Uh, uh, put more honey in my nectar or shoon. Oh, I don't see that one. Um, Ooh, it's a hidden track. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. It oh, is that be... off the CD? Yeah. Oh, I see it. You I'm see sorry. It. Yeah, the Voodoo Cabaret Oshun. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, this is um, this is a great song, and um, thank you so much, Valerie. I had such a great time, and I'll come back anytime you want. Hey, you're welcome anytime. Absolutely. So thank you again, Gisela Tangui from the Voodoo Cabaret. And uh, thanks for listening to Women's Magazine today. It's been a really fun and uplifting show. Um, so and thanks so much. And Ache. Ache. What is what Ache is, is to like, like, like saying like the most high kind of. Oh, nice. Ache. All right. Well, we hope you're having a most high Friday. And um, remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like, hey, I'm kind of spiritually connected and I want to put together a band and write these really cool songs that people love just remember that inspiration is contagious peace and thank you and stay tuned the common thread collective is coming up next it's going to be a good one folks stay with us here at mutiny radio